What is going on, everybody? I'm Jackson. And I'm Tristan. And today on the Morning Cup, we are going to be drinking a coffee from Reanimator Coffee Roasters in Philly, South Philadelphia, born and raised right here. Are we sure it's South Philadelphia? I don't know, but it's gonna be a coffee I have never tasted, like an origin that I've never tasted yeah. before. So I'm pretty excited. Um, do we have our notebook? Yes, we do right here. Here's our notebook. Let's get that out. Got to record this for sure. It is a Mexican coffee. I'm a Familia Garcia. Familia Garcia by Reanimator Coffee Roaster. I had to hide the notes so I didn't spoil my tasting. Um, a little, little brief explanation on who Reanimator Coffee is. Um, they're on the pursuit of experience, whether or not that experience is traveling and sourcing coffee at the origins in places like Ethiopia and Guatemala, cupping with our blocker brokers, sorry, broker partners, I should learn how to read, roasting and tasting unique coffees or talking shop with our customers. They view coffee as not a utility drink, but a noble beverage, meaning they really, really take into account what all of the coffee means. They're not here to get it just that morning buzz. They're trying to create that ritual, that morning experience that really brings people together. I really like that. That sounds a lot like what we try to do. So I can resonate with this kind of uh, model really, really well. Um, yeah, so they're in Philadelphia. Their bag looks pretty cool. A lot of skulls, yeah. a lot of bones, very nice pastel colors, it's white, nice. blue bags. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I really like the the, the look of this, uh, the hand illustrations on the cover. Um, it says it's from the Oaxa region. Oaxaca? Oaxaca, which I believe is pretty famous for mezcal. Yeah, and cheese. And cheese, yes. So Oaxacan cheese. Yep. Um, so yeah, I've seen the flavor notes, so you're not going to. Mm. Um, I will tell you this, when I was grinding this up, this does smell impeccable. It smells amazing. Oh, It's got a very deep, rich, I get chocolatey right on the nose, but then as I go back for a second one, I get a nice fruity, almost blueberry type smell to it. Yes. These, I mean, this, the sniff notes seem, seem accurate. Yeah, the sniff notes are not to be confused with cliff notes. Yeah, the sniff notes. The sniff notes. Yeah, it's it's definitely got a, you know, I kind of get like a dried stone fruit kind of taste to it. Or smell, sorry, not taste. Like a uh, either a dried apricot or date kind of um, sniff to it. it. It reminds me of my childhood when my dad tried to get me to eat apricots that were dried out, which I will now, they taste great. When I was a kid, did not like it. Sauce. Did not like the smell. <laughs> no, and that's what it smells like. It does smell, yeah. Um, so that's what I'm getting off of the nose. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, I've, I've heard things about the Mexican coffee. Um, so I'm excited to see if those are true or false. Um, you ready for the first sip? I think we are ready for the first sip. Get some wet sniffs real quick. Some wet sniffs. 
Oh, yeah. Mm. So I'll be honest. Most of the things that I've read and heard about Mexican coffee is that the quality of it typically is not as high as the rest of the Central American varieties. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not saying that there isn't Mexican that's, that is that good, but I think by and large, um, like the cupping scores in general were a little bit lower. Um, I'm not sure the score of this one, but this, it tastes pretty damn good. I get a lot of leathery tobacco-y smells on the wet sniffs. Um, yep. Which is gonna, gonna translate to the taste, I believe. I'm gonna go in for a second sip before I divulge what I think I'm tasting. A little bit of a dribble there. <laughs> um, so, I do feel like I'm getting that um, the bitter tobacco-y flavor to it, but it's got a sweetness to it. It's a, um, I do think I'm getting getting some dates flavor to it. Um, I'm definitely getting that dried stone fruit taste. Yeah, uh, it's definitely fruit. It's not fruit forward, like you said. I I get tobacco a lot. I get a lot of tobacco in the very beginning. Um, Nearly an overpowering amount of it. Yeah. Not that that's a bad thing, but um, definitely get that on the end too. The, definitely, the bitter part of the coffee. It definitely mellows out into some fruit flavors for sure. Um, I'm with you on the date or apricot. Um, it's that. So let's see if you if you haven't tasted those. It's a it's kind of a bittery sweet taste. It's a bitter sweet taste. Like it's savory. It hits you. You know, back here in your bitter receptors before it gets sweet to me. Um, there's a couple of flavor notes on here. I'm not sure I'm getting, but jasmine, I can kind of see maybe some floralness. It's not very prominent. Um, I definitely am getting more of that datey flavor with that tobacco flavor and those together. You're going to get that nice tobacco. -y. Like, like, I'm going to be honest, I've never had Red Man, but I've heard it taste like raisins. Yes. So that's the kind of tobacco that I'm feeling. Yeah. Not not the smoking tobacco, not the chewing tobacco. No. The the I'm I'm put a red man the, the real the real chalk. Yeah. Um, and that's the kind of flavor I think I'm getting. It's juicy. Mm -hmm. It's solid. There's yeah. it's a it's, it's a clean. It's not overwhelmingly juicy. Yeah. Uh, the, ju the juiciness kind of ends a little bit earlier than some of our other ones that we've had that I just call like juice bombs. Um, are you ready for these flavor notes? I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. First, red apple, mm. which is so. Are we talking? We're definitely not talking a Fuji or a Gala apple. No, I'm thinking red delicious. The worst is, of them which all is the biggest lie in the <laughs> apple industry because red delicious are not delicious. But yes, I get that flavor. The skin, you know, yeah. what I, mean? I get the skin of that red delicious. It's, apple. it's a very like I said, red delicious, very dull kind yeah. of flavor. It's it's mushy. It's it's just it's it's there. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I get the more, more over the skin, not the flesh of the red delicious, but mm -hmm. the skin. Date. You were pretty spot on with that. Um, this is where they start to lose me a little bit. Candied almond. Don't really get a can. There's not an overwhelmingly large amount of sweetness in this at all. Yeah, I could get maybe regular almond. almond you know, where kind of dry that, texture, yeah, you know, yeah. that nuttiness. Um, but candied, I'm not getting that. And then the final one is peach, which I don't really get much peach. 
Perhaps the skin of the peach is what they're which like, once again is pretty bitter and yeah. you get that dry flavor. Um it's definitely not the flesh of the peach because peaches to me are just sweet. Yeah. Super sweet, super juicy, and I don't really get any of that. Like said, maybe, maybe the skin of both of those. Yeah. Um it's got a pretty medium body. It's clean. It's a very clean coffee. Um, it, I was not very heavy at all. No, I would really say definitely. I could see this as a batch brew and or a filler on espresso. If you're kind of pairing it with something like a Natty Erg or um, something very fruit forward, that's sweet, but maybe for espresso needs a little bit of a taming. Um, it's not bad. Um, like Jack said, the things that I heard is they're not awful coffees from Mexico, but kind of just in the middle of the road. Um, so strength, you would say it's a medium. Yeah, I would acidity, say I didn't really. Get it's it. very low on acidity, which is a, a plus. A, if, a plus. If you're not a fan of bright acidic coffees, I am. I do. I love them. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I also am like kind of a man of extreme flavors. I like sour beers, stuff like that. So that makes sense. Yeah. Body, I would say it's a medium body. It's a medium body. This is definitely a good morning, morning joke. Yeah. It's it's not gonna shock your system awake. You're gonna get it's good flavors light. out of this. It's it's yeah, light to medium body. Strength is not super strong. Um, it, I would say this is a good breakfast coffee. Definitely a good this breakfast coffee. Get your morning sense. started. You're waking up. You're you're hopping out of bed, turn your swag on, pour up a cup of this. Yeah, I can see this being a morning cup of joe. That head was right where mine was. Hop up up a Um, so so sniffs. I think it edges out um the taste. Oh man, this is gonna be difficult. I didn't I didn't taste I didn't smell it ground. Um, I can only imagine that it smelled pretty damn good. Ground it smelled pretty good. It smells good whole. Um, then when you grind it, it just releases that aroma. It's great. Um, so if we're going on the rating scale, <coughs> one to 10, no sevens, because of course we're not doing sevens. That's too easy. Sevens are for cowards. You heard it here first. Um, ah, man, this is hard because I, I, I would say this is a true seven coffee it is so so the reason we don't do sevens is because rating something a seven is easy it's average you're saying this is okay you're not going to hurt anyone's feelings it's not going to be a bad rating it's not going to be a good rating but that's why we do it because rating things a seven is easy so would you say this is an eight for smell I would say it's an eight on sniffs. Yeah, I think so. I think Roma, I think it's an eight. I, I feel comfortable giving it an eight. I don't feel comfortable giving it a six. No. So because it smells really good. Yeah, it's an eight for sniffs. Um for taste. I do not feel comfortable giving it an eight. I almost don't feel comfortable giving it a six, but I don't think it's a five. It's not. It would it would be a five to six. I'm just gonna give it a six. Nice cut, even down down the middle. Six yeah. out of ten on the taste. Eight out of ten on the sniffs. That gives it a total of seven out of ten right now. And we go into kind of the bonus round. Um, you know. Did we find out how much this was? We did not find out how much this was. Let me hop on that real quick. 
So, so yeah, we go by smell, aroma, we go by taste, and then we go drinkability. And drinkability is kind of a mix of things. It's a, it's actually, like, there's no hard line. Um, a lot of the times we go from something like, it's a really good breakfast coffee, right? You can drink this in the morning, and <clears throat> it's not too obtrusive, it's not acidic, it's going to be a nice, easy drinker. So the, the drinkability there could be high, right? Like Yeah. But, and also, we factor in price. Because if it is a... Six on the taste scale, nice, simple, easy drinker, but it's $25 a bag. I would say the drinkability is pretty low because I wouldn't buy that again. Yeah, so before I tell you how much it was, this is what they say about this coffee. Reanimator said about this coffee right here. They said the red apples, dates, candied almonds, and peach. Uh, they said in recent years, Oaxaca has been one of the favorite coffee growing regions in the world. Their favorite coffee. Um, regions in their own. The coffee um, that are, their partners are doing out of Red Fox Coffee Merchants, um, which is, I believe, in Oaxaca, and the investment that they are making in smallholder producers and communities is inspiring, and the coffee they have been exporting are incredible. This lot comes from the farm of Casimiro Garcia Lopez and their family farm in southern Oaxaca, in the cup, we're tasting the deep layered sweetness we often expect from this region, but notes of dates and candied almonds, but yeah. balanced and bright with the notes of a juicy red apple and peach. Um, I don't know if I can say it was a juicy red apple. It's got some juiciness to it, but I, like I said, it's a red delicious. It's definitely not those big, beautiful gala apples or Fuji apples that are going to be like just that sweetness or it's not sour either. So it's definitely red delicious. Um, so I was ready to give this place a 10 mm. on drinkability. It's, it's a good drinkable coffee. I love their branding. I love what they're doing. And then I got to the price of $19 for 10 ounces. Uh, I don't think I would be very happy if I went to the store, bought this and got it for $19. Uh, for 10 ounces, ge generally, it's a, what, 12-ounce bag? That I would say in the industry standard generally is a 12-ounce bag, 340 grams. Um, um, this is almost $40 a pound? No. It's $1.90 it's an ounce. So I'm 2 times 16, 16 was 32, right? Yeah. Yeah, so about $30 a pound, that's, that's pretty expensive. That's um, I do like that they're trying to increase smallholders, um, producers, and communities. I mean, so like, so I explained this to somebody this last week. Um, someone asked why coffee can be a little bit more expensive and like why wholesaling coffee, if you're not buying mass quantities of it, is a little bit lower on the, the resale profitability, right? Um, there's several things that go to effect, but if you are a roaster like Reanimator who is committed to getting these growers and even this small um, farm importer good, consistent business, paying them their fair wages, um, these things are going to cost a little bit more. Not, you know, anybody can go to the store and get 18 pounds of Folgers for $5 and have coffee that doesn't taste very good or complex. It's just, what standard coffee should taste like. And it's gonna be cheap, but that's usually because they're not paying fair, fair wages because they're buying a ton of farms 
They're just buying it out. It's not super high good quality coffee. And that's how it is. But you go to a small farm, Ophelia Garcia here, Reanimator is committed to paying them what they're worth. So that is why a bag of this will be $19. Yeah. I um, can't argue with that. I support that. That is what we try to do in all the coffees we roast or that we serve here at our coffee shop. But on the drinkability scale, it's going to lower this because I, to me, I don't think this coffee is good enough for that price. Yeah. So after what Jack just said, like I said, that's what was going to give me the 10. I was like, I'm really for this coffee. I'm going to have to give it a eight. The drinkability is an eight for me. Um, the price drove that down. It didn't get the perfect 10. Um, so it's, it's, you know, which eight's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I, Everything else they do is awesome. Um, I've never had any of their other coffees. Um, I'm interested in trying more. Um, but, you know, I just, uh, it is what it is. Divided by 30. That gives it a 0. 0.73. I mean, seven out of 10. That is pretty, what I would call right for this coffee. Uh, seven out of 10 is, is exactly where after tasting it, before I even looked at the price, I thought this coffee would end up um, because it's good. It's not great. It's very light, very, I can drink this in the morning if I'm looking for a morning cup of coffee. Um, it smells great, branding's great. What they stand for is great. Yeah, so it's a little high on the price, but do the math on the price. If you're gonna be doing a 16 ounce pour over with this, you can get eight to nine cups out of this bag, which is not bad. That's pretty good. That's, that's $2 in cup. Yeah, it's gonna be about two, two ten a cup, um, which is, isn't bad at all. Um, but low on the higher end for only 10 ounces, you know, you make that that's 12 ounces, you got one more cup in there at least. If it was 19 for 12 ounces, I don't think I have a problem with that. Probably not. That's pretty average for, uh, type of company like this the yeah. 10 ounces really got me but seven out of ten mark it down that's what we got you be the judge get some reanimator coffee i would i would suggest still buying it if you um have the chance who knows you might like it more than we did like i said the drinking part of it was pretty good yeah so i, I mean i want to say that i i enjoyed the flavor of it yeah. it was you know i you don't, I have not tasted too many coffees that have that tobacco taste. Yeah. I actually really kind of enjoy that in a coffee. It's a, it's, it's close to a typical coffee, but it's a little bit different. The date flavor. I love the date flavor in that. It was there. Um, it was prominent. And both the smells and the smell. just got, we just got to remember that seven out of 10, not bad. It's also not one of the best coffees we've tasted. It, it would, I would say seven out of 10. I've said this before is specialty. That is like, the standard for specialty coffee. This hits the standard. If you're buying specialty, specialty coffee, coffee, it should at least be a seven out of yeah. 10. Um, we're talking Starbucks six, five, you know? Yeah. Like though that's, Starbucks is still pretty good. I don't think it's uh, necessarily special. I'm not talking about the reserve. I'm just talking about the regular. The stuff um, you can go into the store and just buy off the shelf, like their Pikes Peak or, yeah. or their Blonde or whatever mm -hmm. that stuff. It's better, better than Folgers, better than gas station. Yeah. Seven's that specialty where I started saying 
that's where it is. Eight's top of the line, especially nine, ten. That's getting into like re crown jewels. Crown is what, jewels is what are the importer that we use. They get a coffee, they get it rated, they taste it, and then they decide whether or not they're going to put it in their crown jewels. And then, of course, they charge more for it. But that they're saying that's their best of the best. Yeah, um, and that's nine ten range, which. You know, let's be realistic. It's that's hard. To it's do. hard to get. It's not, you know, th this isn't like a grading scale in school where it's a 90 percent. You're getting an A and, you know, you can attain, a, you know, get A's more often than not. This is this is some of the best stuff you've ever tasted. Yeah. Um, and I'm here for accurately rating. things. Yeah. And I think we accurately did that. Another accurate thing. Huzzah. Huzzah. Been watching too much Harry Potter. But Breaking Bread is official. Battle Creek Hospitality, that's us. We just launched that last week. And one of the things we are looking forward to do is putting on events in Battle Creek, particularly downtown Battle Creek, where we reside. Um, starting in October, we're going to have movie night downtown. So come on, watch a nice in movie. The square. Movies in the square. That's what it's going to be called. Um, and that's starting this October. Date is coming soon. Movie is coming soon. We're going to have nice um, things to do there. Maybe some axe throwing. There's going to be some drinks, some food. It's going to be the event to go to in October. Yeah. We promise you that. We're going to put our spin on it. So go ahead. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Breaking Bread, B-R-E-D, like our last name. Yeah. And so bring, bring bread something we've been actually working on for a while. We've uh, kept it under wraps. It's, it's something that we've really kind of taken pride in how we're going to be establishing and how we want to run it. We want to take um, all things hospitality wise in Battle Creek um, to the next level, um, more experience space, make, you know, make sure people are getting their money's worth, um, charging the appropriate prices, so that everybody can get paid correctly. Paying the appropriate wage. Yep. And it's just, it, it's a it's a change that we think is needed and that we're gonna be trying to push. And we got a lot of plans and you'll, you'll see them when they get unraveled. And we're just super excited about this. Um, just really happy to start partnering more people in Battle Creek doing other things than just running our coffee shop. There's things that we've wanted to do for years. And we're now just getting the bandwidth to be able to do that. And Breaking Bread is going to be a way that we can. And it's all about making where you live a better place to live and a place you want to stay and do things. Yeah. So come break some bread with us. Take it easy.